Dabu here, and today we have a new episode in the Dabi podcast. And today we'll be talking about attention in content creation. Now we all know, well not all, but <laughs> there are two kinds of attention that you want to master or get good at. And the first one is obviously getting the attention, and the second is keeping the attention. I think people are more focused on number one and no shit, because... You can't keep someone's attention if you can't get their attention in the first place. Um, it's similar to how you have to look somewhat good, somewhat attractive before someone can see your personality and you know stuff like that. It applies to fucking content creation as well, to marketing, right? So getting attention is, is about, for example, let's talk about, say, YouTube. Getting attention is about your thumbnails. I think usually it's the, about the thumbnails, and if it's not the thumbnails... Or what goes along with the, the thumbnail art or thumbnail design is the actual title. Because if you have some kind of controversial or catchy title, I think that can pull people in. It's kind of like a headline on, say, a magazine or newspaper. If it, even if it doesn't have a picture, just having a legit, having some kind of headline that indulges or that promotes or encourages some kind of emotion from you, I think that can help pull people in. And uh, thankfully on YouTube, not only do you have, say, the title, the ability the ability to have a title, but also you, you can post your thumbnail art. And I think that's a great way to um, pull people in, you know, to get people's attention. And I, and I think this is a very common thing we already know. However, I do think the... And it's not just that, because once they do click the video, they, they may click on the channel. So I think for the channel, it's good to have some kind of theme... But again, it's still about the, the thumbnails. And yes, it's about, it's about the content, but the content or the thumbnails are a reflection of the content you make. So having some kind of theme, if you don't have a focus for the channel or if you don't have some kind of structure, if you don't have similar video, videos, people are less likely to uh, engage with your content because if you're too random, you're too unpredictable. And if people are not certain about something, if people can't understand what you're about, people are kind of, not kind of, but they're somewhat fear, not fearful. It's Fearful is a strong word. It's, it can, like, it's hard to understand someone. If, if it's hard to understand someone, you're less likely to engage with the person. So having some kind of consistency, certainty, uh, if people can predict that you are going to create certain kinds of content, even if you're sometimes random with your stuff, if people can predict that you are going to create certain kinds of content, people can depend on you. If, and if people can depend on you for certain things, that means they somewhat understand you, like in general, like roughly. And I think that's a good thing. And I think that helps people. Th that helps with the attention. It's not just about the, the thumbnails of the video or videos or the title. I mean, this can work for the specific video, but in general, if people want to engage and follow your channel or subscribe to your channel, you do need some theme consistency in your um, body of work. But see, that's about getting the attention. We need to learn how to keep the attention. And I think this is something that I do struggle with. I do gain a lot of views. I mean, I'm not a big channel, but I have way more views. My views are not the thing that I want the most. I mean, I, I like the views. They do help with the subscribers and shit but my watch time is the issue so as of this recording as of this podcast episode recording youtube has a monetization feature 
but you do have to meet certain re- requirements. I, I believe I have three out of four. So I'm pretty much settled in everything else. I have enough followers. I have enough you know, verification and stuff like that. But what my issue is at the moment as of this recording is my watch time. I do have way more views. I have, I have a good enough view count, good enough subscriber count. But I don't have enough people watching my content from start to finish. Do you follow? Like people are not what I don't have enough watch time, watch time hours. And that's my one last requirement to be able to monetize the channel, my YouTube channel. Because, you know, I do want to monetize my content because, you know, I don't want to be a fucking starving artist, right? So how do I keep someone's attention? Because I do notice for my, my, the works or the videos I have, it's more about it can gain the attention and people, it's the type of content where you click on it and then you just skip through it to get the best parts. And I think it's because I'm not indulging or, or I'm not using storytelling in my work. A lot of my content is just, oh, see me do something. Whenever I do say the art reviews, see this artist and check his work or her work out. So there's, there's not much storytelling happening there unless they're actually interested in that specific artist. So there's that, um, which, which works. You know, I do gain some good watch time hours because, because of my art review series where I review, where I review a bunch of people's artworks that I do like. Um, so there's that, but when I do my own art shit, it's, I don't really have a storytelling to it. It's just me doing shit. And I think that's such a bad way to approach my work. I need to up my game and learn how to do more storytelling. And I think people like, no one is really going to watch me paint something or draw something from start to finish. Like it's not, I don't think it's really about that. I think people just want to see someone summarize what they did with their artwork. So that's why I think a lot of people do time-lapse videos instead. And they just summarize their process, what their insights are. So it's, it's really more about the story of what happened when they were doing their shit, when they were doing their fucking, I keep saying fucking, I'm cursing too much. Um, I think it's more about I think they're better at storytelling and I think that works better than just showing yourself do an artwork because your watch time is going to be so low unless they are interested in figuring out how you did it. Maybe they can pause the video and actually watch the whole thing from start to finish. But in general, I think people just want to see the average, not average, but the the story, the general gist of what you're doing. So which means this means your videos don't even have to be that long. So that's the advantage. Maybe the artwork itself when you're painting, sketching, or, or whatever, maybe that can take a while, but the actual finished product, the actual, say, finished video or podcast episode, um, it doesn't have to be that long. It could be like within 10 minutes, more or less, but the story has to be there. You want to be able to share how, not exactly like the specific techniques, but the general, like how you approached the specific piece or what was your inspiration and stuff like that or what, what are you struggling with what were your problems when doing this specific piece, you know? So I think that's way better than just posting you doing art without any kind of voiceover. Because I need to be able to keep someone's attention and not just be... Because, you know, my thumbnail game, it's not that complicated. If you know enough about composition, you can make good enough thumbnails that do garner attention. For me, I've found that if I do a close-up, like a, a focused shot on a specific feature of a painting i think that does way more chicks do better women if i post like an anime chick they tend to do because thankfully i do like anime stuff 
they tend to do better. So if, if it's not a close-up of some kind of mech or creature, it's going to be a chick. And even it works even better if you have a close-up of a chick, maybe the face. Usually it's the face or maybe some kind of body feature, maybe boobs. Don't overdo it though because in the YouTube guidelines and stuff. But the point is, it's not that complicated to figure out how to make interesting thumbnails. And chances are you are an artist anyway, so it's going to be easy for you to make thumbnail compositions. So it's, that's not usually the issue. The issue is keeping the attention, and you know, at least for me, for now. As of this recording, my biggest issue is keeping people's attention without having to rely on their specific want or needs. Uh, because again, people, maybe if they're interested in my specific process for some kind of painting, maybe they can watch it all the way. Or maybe they're interested in one of my artists that I review or the works that I review of. So if they're interested in that specific artist, no shit, they're going to watch that video all the way through. And that, that does happen, but to me, that's not enough. And I can see it in my results. It just doesn't have enough power. You know, I, I want to do better. Ooh, uh, accountability, shit. Um, but yeah, I want to be able to keep someone's and people's attention. So I think storytelling is the way to go because that's how other people do it. Even if their work sucks or even if they're even if they don't have a finished result necessarily, it's but because of their storytelling skills, because they can share a snapshot, not a, not a snapshot, but a, a clip, I guess, of their life, and they can summarize it in a way that's interesting and maybe somewhat inspirational, it's somewhat inspiring or motivating. Or and it, a lot of it is also very relatable. So I think that's the thing that I'm missing, storytelling, you know, engaging people's emotion. There's a saying that people remember how they feel, not what shit. Or people remember how they feel more uh, more than the facts. (laughs) Hopefully I'm saying it right. But the point is, people don't remember the details. I think that's that's how you put it. People don't necessarily remember the details of shit unless they're into that sort of thing, unless they're looking for a specific thing, sure. But in general, people feel or remember how they feel, not the facts of the matter. So I think that's what's lacking in my content, the feeling. I mean, I have way more feelings and emotion in my fucking podcast. I said fucking again. Why do I keep cursing, bruh? I need to stop that. I mean, once in a while, I'll say like, you know, I'll say the, I'll say some curse words here and there. But if it's so common, like, bruh, it's annoying. Uh, Anyway, so I am criticizing myself right now. So that's good. But the point is, yeah, I lack emotion in my work, in my YouTube stuff. I mean, this can happen in art as well. Whenever you're doing a painting or an, an illustration of something, if it lacks emotion, if it's just like a fucking... Uh, I, <laughs> shit. I said it again, bruh. Anyway, let's say you're doing a rendering of something. Let's say you're trying to paint or you painted an apple. That's nice. Maybe for practice, sure. But if that's your main thing, I mean, it's, it's kind of boring. <laughs> Here, I painted an apple. I mean, come on. You want to have some emotion. Even Maybe even if, say, you want to paint an apple, if you show that there's, you know, like with your brush strokes, maybe you can make it look somewhat sad. Oh, here's a sad apple, you know? <laughs> or whatever the, the thing your thing is. Um, it helps if you have some kind of emotion. Even if you're painting something that's not, like something that's um, stable or not living, Maybe with your lighting, with your brush strokes, you can add some energy or you can 
add some kind of mood to it or theme that can encourage some specific emotions. I mean, that's very possible. So try, I think I should do that. I should find a way to add more emotion to my work. So I think that's the thing that I'm missing when it comes to attention in my content creation. Getting the attention isn't the issue so much. It's keeping the attention. So if I want to keep more attention, I have to engage people's emotion through storytelling. So if you're struggling as well with keeping attention with your own content, I do recommend to study more about storytelling and engage. Try to engage people's emotion more. And you have to remember that people remember how they feel or how you made them feel, but more than the facts, more than the the details. So this is this is an advantage, especially if you're not an expert in like techniques or if you're not a, not as experienced. If you if you have a good story to tell and and if people like that story, that's enough for people to stay. And you don't need to be a master in your craft to be able to have people listen and engage with your work. So hopefully this episode helps you. I'll see you in the next one.